Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and today we're talking about different reasons why we might get anxiety and different triggers. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Lisa Cortez. I'm a psychotherapist and the host of the Anxiety Doctor podcast. For those of you that are new, welcome. For those of you that are loyal listeners, I appreciate you and your time. And you are what keeps me going and recording every single week. So today we're talking about different reasons why we might get anxiety. And I'm not a big fan of talking about the different reasons or finding out why you have anxiety, because sometimes there is no reason. We just get anxiety. One little thing can trigger it. We might get scared. It can be something that just happens. And so I don't want you to be too hard on yourself if you don't find out what is causing your anxiety. No matter what is causing your anxiety, of course, if we know if it's a medical condition or if it's something that we can fix with maybe taking a supplement or maybe eliminating certain things, you can do that. And that is great. But sometimes we never find out what is the right or reason why we get anxiety. But we're still going to talk about it just because this is very helpful. If you feel like any of these reasons might be part of the reason why you're getting anxiety, then you want to get it checked out by a doctor. Of course, this is not medical advice. I am a psychotherapist with a PhD and I'm not a medical doctor. And even if I was a medical doctor, I cannot give you medical advice. So this is just for educational purposes only. I always recommend you seek help and guidance from your physician. So let's get started with some of the reasons why you might get anxiety. Low iron. If your iron is low, it can cause anxious feelings and anxious symptoms. And remember, anytime we get anxiety and we start fearing it, just one little trigger can put us in that fear of fearing your next panic attack. So low iron, find out from your doctor, get your blood work done and make sure that you are getting your iron checked. And if you are low in iron, make sure you tell your physician that you want to optimize your iron and you want to make sure that you're at a good level and not just a borderline. Thyroid imbalance. If your thyroid is too low, too high, your numbers are out of whack, that can cause anxiety. It could cause physical symptoms 
that trigger anxiety. So you want to get that checked. I always talk about this, not always, but I've talked about this several times in several different episodes because it's really important. Your thyroid is so important. It regulates our mood. It regulates so many different things. And it's really important for you to get that checked out. Again, talk to your doctor, make sure you get a complete um, thyroid panel um, checked out, make sure that they um, know what they're doing and don't just uh, get a CBC, which is a complete blood count, which is usually what doctors will recommend you get. Make sure that they do check your thyroid and um, you're getting everything checked out. It's a complete thyroid check um, to make sure that you're okay. Low vitamin D, another reason why we might get anxious. A lot of us, most of us actually, are low in vitamin D. If you are low in vitamin D, make sure you um, advocate for yourself. There is a big range when it comes to vitamin D. I think it's like 30 to 50, sometimes 30 to 60. Doc, some doctors um, use either 50 or 60. But if you're always, if you've always been at 60, and I've said this before, if you've always been, your vitamin D's always been at a 60, and all of a sudden you go down to 35, that is a big jump, and you're going to feel it. And if you go to your doctor and they check you and you're at 35, 32, they're going to tell you you're okay. They're going to say you're fine, your vitamin D's not low, but you're not optimized. So make sure that you tell your doctor, I want to be optimized. What can I do? and they will let you know what they um, recommend. Sometimes they'll prescribe a vitamin D supplement that you take once a week. Sometimes they'll take, tell you to just do over-the-counter vitamin D, and sometimes they'll tell you to go outside and get some sun um, you know, for five, 10 minutes every single day. Sometimes we don't absorb the vitamin D adequately, and so, Sometimes doctors will recommend vitamin B3, I mean, uh, D3 and K, D2 and K3. Um, no, K2 and D3. Um, and that, the vitamin uh, K will help you absorb the vitamin D. So D3 and K2, again, talk to your doctor, make sure that they are the ones that are recommending this. Again, this is just for educational purposes only. Um, and I want to educate you to, to let you know what you need to get checked. Another reason why you might get anxiety is trauma. Trauma in your childhood, um, trauma that you've experienced now or a year ago or two. Sometimes we don't get physical symptoms from our trauma until years later. Our body stores all these emotions, and sometimes you might be okay or you think you're okay, but you've never processed the trauma, and maybe you're watching a movie, and the person in that movie is going through a similar trauma as you, and that can trigger your thoughts and your emotions and that trauma that's stored in your body to activate these physical symptoms. And the brain starts thinking, oh shit, you went through that too. What if you go through it again? The brain is very powerful. It remembers everything. 
So if you've had trauma and all of a sudden you have anxiety, even if you're not thinking about the trauma, sometimes it could be triggered by that trauma. Another reason is losing a loved one, especially a parent or a significant other. It is and can be very difficult um, and it does trigger anxiety. A lot of times when a woman loses a father, even a mother, but for some reason throughout the thousands of people and 23 years of experience that I've seen, usually I see anxiety anxiety from, excuse me, anxiety from after losing, um, a, a woman loses their father. Sometimes we feel, you know, when we're young, we see our fathers as our um, protectors and our heroes. And when we lose that, our mind thinks that we're not safe anymore. It thinks, you know, this was the person that really protected you. This was a person that you felt safe with. Even if you didn't live with that person anymore, even if your father didn't live with you, just knowing that he was there and knowing that he's not there anymore can cause the amygdala to think that you're not safe, creating all these physical symptoms, allowing you to not feel safe or or making you feel not like if you're not safe. Um, so that can be triggered by losing um, a parent or a loved one. Um, another thing is withdrawal symptoms. If you're um, stopping a specific medication, if you have any type of addiction, if it's an addiction to a medication or you're dependent on something, if you have an addictive personality and you're, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a drug or alcohol, and you stop doing the thing that you're addicted to, it can cause withdrawal symptoms and that can cause a lot of anxiety. One thing that you don't really hear about is addiction to porn, pornography. When you stop, let's say the, a person is addicted to watching porn and they decide they want to stop, you can have withdrawal symptoms from stopping that. Crazy, I know, but I've seen it several times. It is kind of unbelievable, but because when we have an addictive personality, when we do the thing that makes us, um, that we're addicted to and we continue to do it, we release dopamine. And that dopamine rush, uh, when you stop doing it, the body misses it, the the dopamine. It misses the dopamine. It's freaking out, like, why aren't you giving me this dopamine? And that creates anxiety. It thinks that it's not safe because it's needing this dopamine. So that can cause um, anxiety too. Too much stress, we know that. We know that if we put too much pressure on ourselves and we're doing too much and we're not taking care of ourselves, we're doing... Um, too many projects and we're stretching our time and ourselves and we're not um, saying no to projects and, and work, too much stress can cause anxiety. Childhood fear or trauma. Now, I talked about trauma, but I want to talk about childhood um, fear. A lot of times our parents instill fear in us to 
teach us a lesson to make sure that we're not doing things that we're not supposed to be doing. I see a lot of fear coming from also religion, religions telling you that you have to do this and this has to be done right. And, and all these um, expectations that are put in uh, place for a child to live by God's rules. I am a big, big believer. Um, I have a lot of faith in God and Jesus and I'm Christian, but I think I've seen way too many adults with severe anxiety and fear that was put by their religion. And I'm not going to say specific religions. I've just seen it across the board in every religion. So um, if you've had those fears placed in your childhood, then that can cause anxiety. Change. Change can cause anxiety um, when we even if it's a good change or if it's a um, bad change, a small change, but especially a big change. When we have change in our lives, it is the unknown, right? It's something new, something new, um, something that you're not used to. The mind thinks that it's not safe. Remember, the mind creates a lot of doubt to keep us safe. It's the way it thinks it needs to um, keep us safe by creating a lot of doubt. So obviously change is going to cause anxiety um, for most of us. Another thing that can cause anxiety is medication. Medication like cortisol, prednisone, uh, medications that contain caffeine, medications for asthma, weight loss medications, all those can cause anxiety. And then there's triggers, right? Triggers are things that can trigger our anxiety, not necessarily cause anxiety, but it can trigger anxiety. And this can be caffeine, not sleeping well, heart palpitations, or anything that can mimic anxiety, anything. If you have um, dizzy spells when you have anxiety, you have brain fog, and you get up in the morning and you get a little dizzy, that can trigger anxiety. Stress can trigger anxiety. Thoughts also can trigger anxiety. Irrational thoughts, just any specific thought that pops into our mind, if it's negative or if it's um, kind of scary, um, all those you know, irrational thoughts can trigger anxiety. And then being a perfectionist, thinking that you have to get everything done right, and if it doesn't get done right, then anxiety can be triggered by being a perfectionist. So these are things that either cause or trigger anxiety. Again, don't get too caught up in trying to figure out what causes your anxiety. Make sure you go through these. Um, I do always recommend you talk to your physician and make sure that you get your blood work done. Make sure that your thyroid, your vitamin D, your iron, and everything else is getting checked out to see if you can do something about it and make your anxiety a little better. Once we fear anxiety, it can pop up whenever. Panic attacks can pop up. So, of course, the main thing that I always teach people is not to fear anxiety. 
and to learn coping skills and then eventually do the things that you're not or you think you can't do and you've been avoiding. So this is just uh, an episode to give you some sort of information about what can cause and what can trigger anxiety. Again, don't get too fixated on trying to figure out what causes your anxiety. Go through the list, make sure you talk to your doctor and you check out everything. And if you don't find it, that's okay. Sometimes it could be nothing. It could just be one day you have too much adrenaline in your body and you turn around and you get kind of dizzy and you start fearing, what if I get dizzy again and just fearing any symptom can trigger you to get anxiety. So again, this is just for educational purposes only. I wanted to create this podcast episode because I've gotten a lot of DMs asking me about reasons why we have anxiety. And again, not everyone has a reason behind their anxiety. Sometimes it just happens, but this is just kind of the most common reasons and triggers for anxiety. There's so much more, but these are the most popular or most common um, symptoms. I mean, not symptoms, um, triggers and causes. And again, sometimes there is no cause. It just pops up. So that is all for today. Thank you so very much for being here. I appreciate each and every one of you all. If you have a chance, I would greatly appreciate it if you rate this podcast give us a five-star rating and um again i appreciate you all always remember to be good to yourself and others and i will see you soon bye-bye thanks for listening find us on instagram at the anxiety doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.